0: All right, so, because um, you got the questions, you text me the questions. Right. All right, go. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Everyday Strong with Dr. Michael G. Daniels. This is your host, C.D. Baker. We got a great episode today. Today, we're going to be talking about adultery. And the main part of adultery, it's going to cover some questions in here, is what is adultery and how is it different from fornication? And you hit me with that question of a topic, and I was like, I said to myself, I said, isn't it the same thing? But I said, well, if he asked me that as a question, it obviously isn't the same thing. So let's dive right into this. Um, so what is the difference between adultery and fornication? And, and there is a difference,
1: right? I mean, well, I shouldn't say right, but yes, there is a difference. Uh, adultery uh, is, is, is um, something that happens with married couples. Fornication is what happens with single individuals. Now, both of them involve intimacy. Both of them involve um, um, sexual contact. Right. Right? Uh, but a person that is in a, a marriage relationship, if they go outside of the marriage to engage in intimacy or sexual gratification, that's considered adultery if two people are single and they engage with another single person in intimacy that is sexual gratification, then that's considered fornication. And, and, and there are uh, there were different remedies, well, there were different remedies for the two in the Old Testament. Now, they were close in, in the punishment. They were close in, I would say, the severity of how they were looked at, right? But they they were not the same, um, and they, you know, and so that's the really the distinguishing part is
0: that whether or not you're married, or whether you're single. Okay, so now the other questions you have up here is um, why doesn't God consider biblical figures like Abraham and Jacob as adulterers? Well,
1: and see, that's a question I think that we get. I I have get asked a lot. But I think when people appreciate the question that people ask, you have to understand why that seems relevant, right? Because when we think of adultery, you know, we think of if I have sex with someone other than my wife, right? right? Well, um, Abraham had sex with someone other than his wife. In fact, his wife gave him a handmaid Hmm. to say, go in and get her pregnant. But there's nothing that gives us the impression that that was viewed as an adulterous Right, uh, a thing. Even though he had yes. sex outside the marriage, in right. fact, a child was produced in that, you know, by that marriage, yeah, right? And, and and not only that, if you look at um, uh, Jacob, right? Um, Jacob had sex with several women, right? Two wives and some handmaids, and but none that was considered adulterous, right? So that, I mean, to me, that's a that's a that's a powerful question you know, there. if they did it. What's the difference, right. Right? And, and why then are, are we seen in a different light? And then, and how could they commit adultery? Because we know the laws were on the books in the Old Testament. The laws of adultery are not new laws, right? right. They were on the books in Moses' time, but yet and still people had though that 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 latitude, right? For example, you know Moses was Moses predated David, right? Mm-hmm. He predated Solomon, mm-hmm. right? But well, we know Solomon had a concubine, right? Solomon right. had several wives, and he also had concubines, which means he had mistresses, right? So why isn't all those concubines and mistresses considered adultery? Uh, there's nothing in the Bible to suggest that God saw it that way, right? I mean, I'm not saying he didn't. i right. are saying we, we don't find the punishment, right? Because we know that there was a punishment for adultery. It was stoning to death. Right. But no one tried to stone Solomon. You know, good luck trying, right, I mean, <laughs> try, <you know. laughs> right? But not only that, there's no record of any of the priests saying to Solomon, "You have defied the will of God," right? Right? There's, there's no record of that. So that was suggesting that, for reasons that we may not fully understand, it was permissible by God for them to do that, right? right? If, if David was a man after God's own heart, and we know David committed adultery, and the Bible right. tells us that, and God punished him for his adultery act, that's the thing. He punished him for that adulterous act, right? Right. So the question is then, is adultery a, 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 a malicious thing? Is it a mental thing or is it a physical thing? And, and this is gonna be the hard one to grapple with, and you know, because people are sometimes uncomfortable with the truth. Okay? What made David's adultery worthy of the death of a child? Because the child born through David we know what died. And right. we know that that was because the Lord said, hey, you know what? I don't like what you did. We know the child that was born through Abraham and his um, handmaid lived, Ishmael lived. There was right. no, no retribution for that. In fact, he was welcomed in the home until Abraham's wife got upset and said, keep was out." out. Right. Right. <clears throat> Solomon, his offspring lived, right? David's other children lived. Okay, the other ones live. So what is the difference? Well, when David committed adultery, he also committed murder. Yes. Right? Because he was with another man's wife. Right? And so the way the Old Testament looks at adultery is not if a man simply has sex with another woman, but if a man has sex with another man's wife, Mm. then he commits adultery. If he has sex with another woman, She became his wife, so he could have more than one wife. Now, if he didn't take care of her, right, right, then he was forcing her into a a a fornicative relationship. Gotcha. Because he, if you, if you took her, you were supposed to take care of her, right, right. So that's that's the primary difference. That's why King Solomon had. Right. Why, so he, he, he could have as many as he wanted because what? They didn't belong to somebody else. Right. So so And that's the way it, it, it was distinguished then, you know, during, during that time period now. Right. You know, we view it different now and people will say, well, it's because of culture, what have you. Uh, but what I would say to people is this, you know, I don't think God really sets his rules up based on our culture. I think God sets his rules up based on what he wants to set his rules up. We may not like his rules, right. but they still are his rules, they still are his laws.
0: So is, is are the, oh, what's the name of that uh, religion? Not the Mennonites. Mormons? The Mormons, the ones that practice that. Mm-hmm. It, are they using that as a, like a foundation to, to justify having multiple wives? Well, I won't look at it. I won't.
1: I won't necessarily say it using as a justification, right? That, it, okay. If you use it to say as a justification, this is what I would say that would be like, right? If I drink wine, I would use it by justifying by saying Jesus turned water into wine, right? <laughs> right. Right. You know, right. No. So I. You, I don't think you have to justify what's lawful, right? It is. It is. It isn't. And I can't tell you because I'm not Mormon obviously right I mean I do know a little about their religion um, but I don't think they were doing something just because they wanted to justify it I think that it was just a part of their culture and who they were and what they did and and for example if you think of our culture right black black Americans that can trace themselves back to Africa Right. right when I was visiting Africa you know, on the, and this is not true for every place in Africa, but in the, in the um, Ivory Coast, the gentleman said to me, you can have as many wives as you can afford. Okay, and then some of them were Christians, right. but that's still how they thought. You can have as many wives as you can afford, because that was their culture. And their culture, I don't think they did it based on the Bible justifying it. I think that's just a part of how they were, right. and they became Christians and just never, you know, like, okay, We don't don't, don't stop. Just like, I think, with the, you know, um, Hebrews, that was a part of how they did business, right? You know, for Sarah to tell Abraham, I will give you Hagar to get pregnant, that wasn't something she just got out of the Bible because she hadn't read the Bible. Right. That was a part of how they were back in that time. Right. The handmaid belonged to Sarah. So, therefore, she said, I can do with my handmaid as I choose I want my handmaid to become a surrogate mother, but there was no in vitro fertilization. So therefore, Abraham, you go into the tent with her and you get her pregnant. And even when Hagar calls Sarah to get angry, Abraham says, what, to, to his wife, that's your handmaid.
0: Right.
1: Don't talk to me about her, it's your handmaid. You do with her as you see fit. And so they view things in a different light than the way we view things. Uh, in today, so I'm saying the same thing. Now, again, I'm not in the Mormons' minds, right? But I'm saying just like with Abraham, I don't think he was thinking, I'm, I need to justify something, right. It was just a part of who he was,
0: and I'm thinking that the Mormons probably feel the same way, it's just a part of who we are. So now I already know um, that the people listening and watching this, mm-hmm. their eyes and roll so hard. <laughs> <laughs> That, but that is a, like you said, sometimes the truth is hard to swallow. That is, that was, that's huge. So why, so culture is the reason why we changed to going from that type of model to being one, like, you with one wife, and that's what you got. Or is it because yeah. we couldn't afford multiple wives? Well, um, you know, it, we, we,
1: we could trace it through history, obviously, <laughs> right. and that, you know, that might be, Beyond the scope of our conversation, right? Um, but a part of it is culture, I would say, and 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 the see, you gotta remember, culture the for most places was set, and then they adopted Christianity. Mm-hmm. It, it, it wasn't the other way around. Right it, right. it wasn't they had Christianity and then they adopted a culture. Right. Right. And so the culture was first, and you bring Christianity in and you overlaid it on the culture, it don't mean everything they did, they stopped doing. Right. You know, it, it, they kept doing some, They kept doing things. And, and remember, with Abraham, for example, God didn't tell him he couldn't do it. Nobody said to Abraham, hey, listen, you cannot go into Hagar. There was nothing that he had that told him that. The only instruction he got from God was, leave where you are. Leave your kinfolk take with you just this group of people and go to a land that I will show you. That was the instruction he got. And if you do that, based on your doing what I told you to do, the Lord said, I will bless you. I will bless those that bless you. I will curse those that curse you. And I will multiply your seed. So it will be, you know, if you look at the stars in the sky, it will be just like that. The sand of the seed, it will be just like that. So there was nothing to tell him your culture was wrong.
0: Right.
1: Only thing he would see was, do what I told you to do and leave here and go. And that was it. So he believed God. And and the Bible tells us that his belief in God
0: was imputed as righteousness. All right. So now um, we've covered the uh, third question. The fourth question is, why do people feel necessary to go outside of their marriage for intimacy and or sex? Well, that's a tough one. I, well, I'll take that back.
1: Because it's not generic in answer, right? But I can answer the question based on my years of counseling, right? And I've been counseling since 1989, okay? So it's, it's been, a, been a while. But I've also been alive for a while. You know, you, you, you learn from just a lot. a This is, so, so folks don't get upset, I'm talking generically. I'm not talking like this is everybody fits the same thing, right? Basically, all human beings crave intimacy all human beings don't crave sex but all human beings crave intimacy and the way we display intimacy is often through sex not all the time but right. often through sex right the issue of adultery is not just the act of sex the issue of adultery is also the intimacy that gives you that arousal right okay in fact jesus said that if you lust after someone it is as if you have already done the act not that you had to do the act he said but you have created the same i guess um if you could qual- put a qualifier on sin it would be equal to doing it to wanting to do it is the same right okay now oftentimes if a person is not Getting the intimacy that they feel that they need or that they deserve. Sometimes I don't, I deserve it, and you're not giving it to me. And sometimes it's I need it because all of us need intimacy. All of us need to feel important in relationships. And so, oftentimes, when people aren't getting that, they will seek it elsewhere. But not necessarily they will seek it um, like they not. They're not necessarily hunting for it to put it that way mm-hmm. is that it happens right like, let's say for example if a man is his his time he, he never tells his wife she's beautiful you know he never holds her hand you know he never opens a car door you know he, he never you know kisses her on the cheek he never sends flowers he, you know he's watching the game all the time and when she want to talk he i out little watching the game right now you know and he's really not giving her any time and let's say she goes to work, and when she gets to work, you know, some guy, which, you know, he's friendly, say, hey, you know what, I noticed that you got a new dress on today, you know, that's, that's really becoming, that really looks nice on you, you know, he ain't trying to flirt, he's just making a comment, right, right. then she may come, come to work two days, two weeks later, and the hair's real nice, and he may say, hey, that hairstyle, I like that on you, you know, and she's like, you know, it's my hairstyle, yeah, you know last week your hairstyle was in this way and then this week it's in this way you know yeah you look right, nice that way and you look nice the last time too but this, this is really you and so after we all like those compliments we mm-hmm. all like to feel good so after a while the person because they're getting compliments will tend to you know maybe make sure that morning when they come to work that they're feeling bad walk past that desk right so he can give you another compliment and he, and he does right and so The things that make us feel good, our heart tends to move toward. Right. So the more that person is making you feel good, the more your heart moves toward that person. And you will go to like that person, you know. And if that person physically matches up in your head, you know, what might be attracted to you, that adds to it. Right. You know, it it just adds to it. Now, if the right circumstances present themselves... It might lead to physical intimacy, but it's already led to emotional intimacy. Right. So emotionally, according to what Jesus says, you've already committed
0: adultery anyway. Not, not that you should go take further. Right. I'm not saying that. <clears throat> right. But I'm saying you've
1: really already done it. Just because what you were not getting at home, you were getting with this person on the job. Right. right? And so you know, you might go to lunch together every now and again, and people reward people who make them feel good. Yes. Right? So if if the guy's making her feel good, then she may be like, well, hey, listen, you know what? Um, I made this great chocolate cake this past Sunday. I know you said you like chocolate cake. So, you know, I went ahead and I brought you a nice slice of it. You know, here goes some milk to go along with it. Right. right? And now he feels good. Right? Right. So now the two of you are feeling good. And so before you know it, both of y'all flirting a little bit and no one's going and that's usually I'm just saying that's, that's 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 the main thing. I know people often say that men do it just for it's available. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Give them an opportunity, don't they want That's right. not true. You know, you, as a man, you and I both know that. Right. right? That you don't want to sleep with every woman who may say yes to you. Right. And, and there are women who will want you and you sleep like no, no, um, that ain't gonna work with me. Right. right. Because it's really a similar thing. You may not have this. It may not be to the same degree, but it's still a similar thing. Right. Is that if you are getting everything you you need one place, you don't seek it another place, and you're more apt to realize that I'm not going to risk this for that. You know, I'm not saying people don't make mistakes. People make mistakes all the time, um, but in general, that's why people end up in adulterous relationships. Once you get in them, it's hard to get out. That's the right. other thing. People who get in those relationships have a difficult time breaking away because they, it's, it's, it's an addictive process. You know, just like it's hard to stop smoking a cigarette, it's hard to stop bringing alcohol, it's hard to stop doing crack cocaine. Because if over here I'm feeling good, right. I go home and I'm feeling miserable. right? You know, you want to feel good, so it's hard to break it. And what makes it even more detrimental is this. See, the person you're home with, you gotta wash their dirty drawers, mm. you gotta deal with the bills with them, you gotta deal with all the problems with them. The person you're out there on yeah. the lust break with, there are no problems. No problems, right? So everything seems nice and everything seems wonderful. So in your head, you become enamored with that nice feeling, and you just want to get it again, and so it becomes addictive.
0: So how do how do we prevent that from even happening? Mm-hmm. You know, I guess the let's say you miss the Holy Spirit's. um you know, tap on the shoulder mm-hmm. of the you Now you know you shouldn't be going over there to right. you know. You should eat that piece of cake. Right. You know, right. but it, you know, but then hit from definitely but you know, it's just cake. <laughs> it's just, it's just a piece of cake. But you know, it could come with something else attached to it down the right. road.
1: Right. Well, see the, the Bible, you know, and everything we've talked about is in the Bible, right? But the Bible tells us how to guard against the other person feeling like they need to get that intimate feeling somewhere else, okay? So, let's take the man first, right? The Bible says in the, in, in, in the book of Ephesians, right, that we should be to our wives as Christ is to the church, right? Right? Christ, according to uh, the, the Bible, supplies our every need according to his riches and glory. Well, that means that the husband if he wants to keep his wife in his heart, needs to make sure he supply her every need. See, there's a need for intimacy. Right. There's a need for her to feel beautiful. There's a need for her to feel like she's important in his life, and that means he has to be able to do that. So the next philanderer that's out there on the corner <laughs> won't be able to outdo him. Right. 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 Because she didn't want the guy on the corner. She didn't want that guy. Right. Right. She wants you. That's why she married you. Right. That's all you have to do now is just make sure you keep her feeling special in your life. Right. So if if we do the same thing that that other person would have done, right, you know, you take take this for example. A person that's cheating on their spouse has to work hard. You got to hide. Right. You got to sneak around. You got to get twice the money to buy gifts for two different people, all this kind of stuff. Right. What if the guy took all the effort? That he was
0: using to cheat, and put the effort on his wife. Yeah, it, it, the whole yeah. the whole dynamic would change. It, take, right, would
1: change everything. Yeah. So rather than taking her out, the girlfriend out to lunch, take your wife out to lunch, right? right. And that's what I'm saying. That's what you do, right? If you if you want to make sure your wife is secure, and you you don't know, worry we're, we're about you know Jody. In, in my day it was Jody, you know yeah. that was the name. You know, uh, you know, innocence uh, going home. Jody got your gal and gone. That you was know, you know the song. Right? If you if you want to well, don't worry about Jody. You take your wife out once a week, you know, for lunch. You know, you call them, hey, what you doing? Been thinking about you. You know, let's go to lunch, right? You send flowers, not just on Valentine's Day, but you send flowers just to let her know I'm thinking about you. You know, you, you put leave a card in the, in, the, in the front seat of the car so when she get in the car, she got a nice card from you. It doesn't take a whole lot. That's, for $79, something like that? It doesn't take a whole lot. It could be one rose you leave on the car seat. Right. But see, now what you've done is, you got her mind thinking about you all day long. If you do it in the morning, she's thinking about you all day long. You know, all day long, all day long. You know, and 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 and, and that's the thing. is those things. You know, or if you put something in her head early that day, hey baby, look here. I know you're rushing out to work, but listen. When you come home at night, let's go outside and touch such place. Right. Let's let's get somebody to watch the kids, and then we are going out. Now all day, that's what she's thinking about. Is. You know what? When we get home, we're going to go out here, we're going to go out there. And so that's her motivation. And that's what's on her head. So she's still feeling good. And and because we have to remember that our wives are not just mothers, right? They're not just wives, but they're women. Right. And so you have to make them feel like a woman, and and then also make them feel like they are the best wife, and also make them feel like they are the best mother, because that's a need for her. Right. And so if we do that, then she won't. No one else can outdo you doing that, right? Because you know her better than anybody. But the reverse is also true. And that's what the Bible says, right? In Ephesians, treat her like Christ treats us. Now, notice that what we're not perfect, right? Yes. It is too. But Christ doesn't change how He treats us, and that's the key. Men have a tendency to change how they treat their wife because their wife isn't perfect.
0: Mm. But you shouldn't. Right? You should treat her the same way Christ keeps right on. Because we're quick to do that. You know, I ain't doing X, Y, Z because. They ain't done this for me. Right. Or they, or they it, you know, ain't cooked last week. Right. So therefore, we don't want to do something.
1: But the Bible doesn't say that. It says you don't, that's not what you do. You treat her the way Christ treats you. You make a mistake, Christ doesn't change his love. He doesn't change your need. you know, continue your needs. Right? Then you have the reverse. Well, what if you're the wife and you want to make sure your husband doesn't cheat? I know women won't believe me on this, but you should because I'm a man, so I'm telling you. <laughs> right. I'm telling you how men think. Right? Right. The Bible says this in, in, in Proverbs, right? In, in, in the final chapter, it says that the the the, the, the um, virtuous woman, her husband his her his, her his heart does safely trust in her. And he shall and in her he shall have no need of spoil, right? So what does that mean? Two things. One is saying that. For the man, there are two things that needs to happen. One is that he should never have to worry about you hurting him. You know, in other words, sometimes ladies that have power in their tongue that they don't realize.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, they they can they can put you in a place <laughs> that will make you feel less than what you are. Right. Less than a man. Right. And so, if you're using your tongue to chastise a grown man, to make him feel less like he's a boy, he's gonna want somebody to make him feel like a man. Right. And so, if his wife is making him feel like a boy, but somebody else is telling him how great a man he is, he wants that feeling. Right. So he's gonna go for it. So the wife had to be careful to recognize that what I, I need to protect his heart at all times. Right. The final thing is that so, and that he should have no need to spoil, right? That means that a woman shouldn't use her body as a weapon, right? That he should give him to him how he wanted, <laughs> when he wanted, right? As many times as he wanted, until he don't want it no more, <laughs> right? Right? And, and matter of fact, he should leave the house so tired he can't do nothing else. <laughs> 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 right? The goal is to watch TV. TV. I say. Right. Hey, listen, I was at a comedy club. this been a while. It was about thirty-five years ago. I'm at a comedy club, I'm watching Adele Gibbons, right? And I'm on the front row, got my feet on the stage. That's like really, that's literally how close I was, yeah. we were at a club. And uh, Adele Gibbons was talking and she said to, and ladies don't get mad with me, all right? Adele Gibbons said to the ladies, she said, you see these big lifts right here? God gave them to me for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I know how to keep my man at home. She said, when he tell me he wanna go to the club, I go in there and I iron the shirt and I iron his pants and I lay it out for him. And I said, baby, go ahead and hook yourself on up. She said, I spray the perfume on him, I cook him a nice meal, and I get him a drink to go. And right before he gets to the door, I said, honey, before you leave, let me give you something to remember me about. <laughs> she said, when I finish with him, he stick his thumb in his mouth and lay down and go to <laughs> <he's go laughs> sleep. <laughs> he, ain't he ain't going nowhere. He
0: ain't going nowhere.
1: So I, I mean, I, I listen, ladies. You know, no, no, you man, but that's what Ephesians says when it says, "So he should have no need of spoil." It means that that's what you do to your man. See, here is the key, and I know you know people aren't going. I, they they understand it, they may not appreciate it. Every man wants to feel like a man. Yeah. Right? You know why a whore is able to get $150 one hundred fifty and a thousand dollars, ladies? Do you know why? Because you all think that way. Why are you going to pay this whore? All this money. Right. You know why she can get it? It's because she fakes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean think about this. There there are men, just like this senator from New York, right? That got busted, been a while back, and he was paying a thousand dollars a pop. Right. Right? A thousand, that's a lot of money. A thousand dollars a pop, right? Right. In the movie, um, that was um Indecent indecent proposal. Right, right, right. A million dollars. Dollars. Right? Why? Because they made the person feel like they was the king of the castle. Yeah. Right? Now every man wants to feel like he's Mandingo. Right. Now he may not be. He he you know what I'm saying? But he wants to feel that way. But women can can make you feel like you're nothing. Easy, right? Easy, you know. Easy. If they just say, You done yet? (laughs) Then <laughs> you, <done yet? laughs>
0: right?
1: yeah, you, you missed all of you. Right? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know, or or, you know, or they, you, they they roll over and go downstairs and start mopping the floor. Right? <laughs> 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 You're like, what? that right. You, mm, well, I guess, mm, mm, uh-huh, mm. yeah. But, but but that's what that verse is talking about, right? If you make him feel like a man, make him feel like he king of the castle, it changes the whole dynamic. That's what a whore does. She that screaming to the top of her lungs. Yep. Really? Come on, she never been with twenty men that same day. <laughs> but she's screaming to the top of her lungs, just like you know what, it's the best thing ever happened to her. But all she does to look at the corner of her eye and see how much money on the dresser. Right? right? And, you know, I'm I'm just you know, we put it in raw terms, but I'm just saying that's a part of it, you know, is that that's a part of how men's Mind, that's how their minds work right and, and so if you if you do that he ain't going nowhere yeah it'd be right there so and the same thing vice versa right if the man does what we just talked about
0: yep
1: she ain't going nowhere
0: Right because the, the gigolo doing the same thing too
1: that you better know her. that's what he that's all he gonna do yeah is tell her can't nobody love you like i can love you right he don't he don't love you like i can he'll appreciate you 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 listen girl <laughs> you' you, you worth too much to be letting a man walk over, over top of you like that. He's telling he's telling the woman that he's not treating you like you ought to be treated. Right. But if she knows it's a lie,
0: then she knows it's game. Right. 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 Yeah. Well, you dropped a whole lot of dollars on this one. Well, you yeah. know, we'll see how it come out. There <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
1: You got anything else before we close out no you know um i just want to say to folk, listen th- this, we got this subject because one of you know some one of our one of our uh, members of well, a lovely young lady said pastor you know and and i was talking to mr baker said listen this is what i think should be a good topic and i'm just saying to, to to you all listen you know i i know you got us checked out i know you got us tuned in but please you know if you have some questions send it to us if you have some topics you want us to discuss Send it to us. You know, don't be shy. We we want to be we want to we want to not just be entertainment. We want our podcast to change your life for the better so you can walk away saying, you know what? I am in
0: love with who I am and I am in love with who God has made me. Amen. Thank y'all for tuning in and watching. This is Joel CB Baker. Till next time.
1: All right. <laughs> Let's see if the, if the, if anybody got it. Well, I doubt they were have a in there. Well, they might, but like, you know. It won't be because, because I was, I was, I was uh, to the point, though. They <laughs> used to that.
0: But you broke something down that, <clears throat> that honestly,